1: Hello and welcome back to the U up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham
2: and I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Our last episode of the year, right? Yeah,
1: it's weird. It's the last episode of the year. I feel like it's been a great I mean, all things can obviously there's ups and downs, but I feel like it's been a great year for the U up podcast.
2: What do you I think? think so too. I, I I have to say, you know, it's tough to say during a pandemic. It's been a great year for the yeah. podcast. You know, I like, said it, and, and then anything. I was like, is that
1: offensive to someone? In the
2: world? I don't know. Well, I don't think it's offensive because I think we've helped a lot of people. Like I think, you know, I I don't. We don't do this. We didn't do this out of the goodness of our hearts. We didn't say we have to have a podcast where we help the, the people with their dating issues. No, we were here to like have fun with the subject that interests both of us yes. and we love that people feel a part of this show we love the listeners so much i have to say like when i go on the road i just got back from phoenix today this morning and the compliments and i've said this before but like i i have to keep saying it the compliments i get from the staffs of the clubs that i work at and they're all you up fans they're all you up people and they and they and I can't believe I care enough that it feels good to me. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know these people. They're nice, whatever. <laughs> like, um, But it does feel good to know that, like, we have reasonable, rational people that listen to this that enjoy, you know, the fun of dating, but also talking it out and being serious and going back and forth from that. And I think, especially with so much unknown in the future and so much changing day-to-day with personal social stuff, A podcast like this gives people a lot of um, uh, like a semblance of normalcy to know that they're not alone and that these things, every situation should be unpacked. Do you know what I mean?
1: Totally. I think that's that's a great point. Everything, you know there's something to say about everything and in, in in all directions and also just that like this is a this is a topic that a lot of people find to be very heavy. It's very stressful. Yeah. It's very intense for them. And I I hope that that what we do, I think what we do at our best is we make it a little fun. We make we we joke about it. It's not so intense, it's not so serious. We make it a little more relatable and you can see that other people every email even the emails that I see that I, I'm i not completely 100% relating to, I'm kind of like, I felt an, an inclination towards that or I thought that opinion. Um, and I think there's a relatability in that and also just like levity. Like this is fun. Yeah. We're having a good time talking about a subject that can be tense.
2: Well, I never, you know, it's funny because I never thought of like dating topics as tense and maybe that's something to like (laughs) well that's what you bring to (laughs) it too i think well yeah yeah, that's that's true and i think that's like something to like know about the guys that maybe you're dealing with you know Mm -hmm. like they're not thinking of this as a tense subject and i'm i'm not saying that it shouldn't be tense i'm not saying that i'm that's the right way to look at it i'm saying just know that that's a feeling that is out there because it take you know I know it's tense for people because I read these emails. No, yeah. just know that every guy you're dating does not read these emails. Like it does not right. see the little tiny things that like people go, "Well, what about this?" and you go, "Well, that is something good to talk about. That is an interesting topic." Like and and I just think like it's it's maybe I I got to believe it's comforting to know that like Look at how little I knew. (laughs) You know, like Right.
1: Well, I mean, I feel that way a lot of the times I listen top to to podcasts about different topics that I've never felt tense about. Like even like a diet starts tomorrow or something that I'm not like, Mm -hmm. okay, I've never felt this intensely about this subject. But I like that it's fun and that like yeah, it's like there's some serious issues that you break down, but at the end of the day it's like you're making a a topic that feels really like loaded for a lot of people and you're just breaking it down and having like a little bit more of a fun casual conversation around it.
2: Yeah. This is all to say it's been a great year and we're so happy you guys listen to this show and listen, we're we we move on, we move into the great unknown and whatever 2022 brings. And I hope, you know, if, if you're out there looking for someone to kiss on new years, you know, we hope you find that person for the next new years and we, and keep, Sending this podcast to friends and sending in your emails. UUP at Betches dot com. Keep spreading the word. Rate, review, subscribe. There's so many ways to do that. Just the metaphorical rate, review, subscribe. Send it to the group yes. chat. Make it your Instagram story. That's always helpful. And um, yeah, what, anything else going on at Betches? Those, yeah. those you up crew neck sweatshirts are great.
1: Those crew neck sweatshirts are amazing. Softest thing ever. And I just love like being able to represent the show when I'm out on my walks during the day it's a great (laughs) great thing and where can where can they the listeners come and see your show in the coming year or at the end i know you're you're still some spots left for 2021 too
2: listen people if you're listening now this weekend i am at st louis missouri helium comedy club i'm doing thursday friday and saturday new year's eve shows if you want to post new year's eve kind of laugh and relax Come on out. Uh, so St. Louis, Missouri, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, West Nyack, New York, Philadelphia, Sacramento, Hartford, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Columbus, Dayton, Albany, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. I'm I'm, I'm going to be out there in these streets in 2022. Preaching, I'm ready to go. Preaching the <laughs> gospel and, uh, That's right. and
1: other stand-up comedy things. Honestly, if you haven't seen Jared stand-up, you guys need to get out there like Thank as soon you. as possible. That was one of the best outings that i had in 2021 was when mike and i came out to see you <coughs> in new york It's just so funny and it's just like it's been so Thank great you. to see you hone your craft and you really like got it fully down and i just felt like <sighs> so impressed that you're gonna have that a great it's a great time guaranteed
2: that means a lot to hear and i you know i'm always banging my head against the wall trying to write new <laughs> stuff and make new funnies and I, I've been trying to talk about dating on stage and like it's so weird how hard it is for me now. I don't know. It's like uh, it's Harder a difficult subject
1: as opposed to one.
2: Um, I think like I again, it goes back to like knowing that this is a serious topic more now than I thought it was when I was younger. Okay. you know like and saying you know you want to make fun of dating but you're like i no i know this is a, you know you, it, there's such a thing as being a, so aware you know and you're right. you have the voices of you know you can't all live the voices in, in your head the ignorant bliss right <laughs> <No>. of just <laughs> like being I, like
1: a 26 year old bro who's just like out there like not under well now this podcast is almost like probably for you like okay now I like know how the meat is made and like mm. I, just, I don't like you know what I mean like it's like you know what how yeah. every action you do is affecting someone else and it probably feels weird
2: it's also so hard you can't simplify it you know like it's you know we get so many questions that are like similar topic different shade of whatever you know so for to boil dating down to and also I, I do understand that when people come to the show, they're like, when I start talking about dating, they're like, they're so interested in dating. Like, they, you know, like they they've thought about these things, too. So it's like it becomes this it can become a little bit of a debate, you know, and like right. if you especially because stand up is really, you know, there's a lot of generalization. There's a lot of like simplifying things to get the laugh. And it ain't so simple as we found Definitely out. Definitely not. Right. But that's
1: why stand up is fun because it lets you just like have that like narrow point of view that's like funny, like a really funny point. Even though if you really unpacked it, obviously it would be like a little more nuanced than a (laughs) joke. But
2: every joke comes down to I am crazy, the crazy one here. Basically, (laughs) (laughs) I have a problem. What are we talking about today, Jordana?
1: Today, we're talking about being picky or not picky enough or too picky. You know, there's the the age old debate and i have to say i feel like dating you get to a certain age and this is like the question you kind of have the internal debate you have in your head
2: story of my life right now right story of my life right now what am i uh the story of my life right now with dating is what am i caring too much about and i listen i'm i'm mr there's no such thing as two like i i'm saying what are my levels? What are the for things him, yes. I care about for me? You know, and that is really, and what do I want to give up for, and, and versus, and, and I say the word give up or the phrase give up. And it's like interesting that you look at these things that way you go, do I give up something that I cared about there to get something that I care about here? And it's like, am I really giving that up? Did I really need that in a relationship? And, and, when you say give up, you, you then who's the other person that gives that to you? It's nobody. It's a ghost, you, a ghost of your own invention.
1: Right. Well, dating is like it's I mean, I would Im- it's in the sense it's like buying a house, I would imagine, mm-hmm. or buying an apartment or something like you're never going to find the perfect thing that has everything and is also at the price you want. And like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you always have to give up a little something like everything's a trade off. Right. And that's true. Yes. We don't want to say that about people. Because, you know, in the romance, in the in the rom-coms, it's like I love every single thing about you and like even your flaws are like amazing. It's like, no, like everyone has shit that you wish that they would change about themselves. And I think that that's true in any relationship or anyone you're dating. And that's okay.
2: Totally. And But I think it's like when you don't have that person in front of you, you like you've invented this idea of someone who right. you should be with. And then you get with someone, you go, now you're comparing them to someone. It's not even fair to them. You totally, know? because like,
1: everyone you everyone could improve when you compare them to someone else or the ghost of something else.
2: Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's, and then you have these other people that are like, just go out with them. Just go out I'm sorry. with them. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's like i i do i'm in the i'm one of those people that would say just go out with them because you can have fun you can have a good experience you can learn um but i mean i had uh, my dad called me he was like there's a woman in miami who wants to meet you and i was like okay is there any more information he goes you're just so picky and i'm like this word picky makes us question ourselves in a way that Maybe we don't need to. Like, no, no, no. I'm not going to go to Miami and be like, is anyone here? You know, like, I'm not going to like... Does someone want to see me? You know, like, that's weird. I
1: I think the idea of, like, settling for a lot of women is like a fear. Mm. You know, especially... Because it's kind of like... You want to find someone who's a great match, but then everyone's like, but don't settle for, like, anything that isn't, like, total... (laughs) And it's kind of like, well, what is settling? We all if you're, if it's accepting that someone is imperfect, perfect, is that settling? If it's, um, do you know what I mean? Like, is if, if it's yeah, dating I, someone who you love and you enjoy spending time with, but also like there's things that you would change about them. Is that settling? Yeah. I don't know. Well, what's settling if you hate them? Yeah. Obviously then you're with them anyway. <laughs> That's settling.
2: Yeah. Well, it is interesting that like, you know, settling can be divided into like two categories and like, they're very different. Like, is this person not being good to you? And then it's like, you know, that's a version of settling because you're like, well, I don't deserve more. That's a horrible thing. Yeah. And then there's like the version of like, you know, I like a taller guy. Right.
1: Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop-down menu that
2: follows. Do we want to go to the email? We want yeah, let's do the email because I think
1: that I've a few things stood out to me in this, which I think are very relatable. All right. The email says Jared and Jordana, love you both. And the podcast, I've been a listener for years, and you guys have really changed my perspective on dating. So I know you'll have a good point of view regarding my question. Am I being too picky or not picky enough when dating? I'm a 26-year-old woman who recently moved to a big city about six months ago. I'm enjoying playing the field and want to see everything that's out there on the apps. I go on a lot of dates, mainly from the apps. I feel like I'm not very picky when it comes to swiping right. I'll go on a date with pretty much anyone if we match. That's just how you should start the dates. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'll go out with anyone. (laughs) But here's how it usually goes. I'll go on two to three dates with a guy because he's nice, normal, seems like a good guy, and everything is going fine. No red flags. But it's when I get past that third or fourth date that I feel like I need to decide if I want to really pursue a relationship with this person, and I often can't decide. I don't really feel a spark, but he's good-looking enough and checks some boxes on paper. I really don't believe in the whole Prince Charming and Soulmate bullshit. I don't think there's one perfect person out there for me. I think I could form a relationship with many people and I wanna give people a chance because I know attraction and connection can grow over time. But what usually happens is I end things because I'm not ready to get more serious slash want to see what else is out there before committing. And I've learned over the years that I'm not the kind of girl who can date multiple people at once, just too overwhelming and taxing for me. So am I being too picky or not picky enough? Should I wait for someone I feel a spark with? And if not, how do I decide which of the mediocre fine guys I date to actually pursue more seriously <laughs> thanks for all you do
2: that's the rule one is to let them know hey mediocre dude you're just <laughs> fine so we're gonna really commit to this um, that's how
1: you that's not the story you see on the our our story page of the wedding no. website
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I was getting up there in age and it was time to find the right mediocre ship to sail off into the sunset exactly with. um to me i i think um this is kind of i i it's interesting they're like it's like a three bear situation too cold too just you know too hot just right you know like uh, right. the way they kind of pre- present this i i think this is the problem with the dating apps what's like the, what's they, just what this email It's a very well written email it's a very good question but like You do I do think you need to be excited to go on these dates. Like the idea that you're just going out with anybody. Yeah, like anyone can be a pretty good first three dates. I really do believe that. Like and especially if you're a personable person and you can make conversation, then you're gonna have some pretty good first three dates. And that's I think that's why they're getting to this this like all or nothing stretch where they're not even excited to even see what a fourth date is.
1: So your is your advice then that she should be like should go out with less people?
2: Yeah, I think she's sh- I think it's I, I think it's actually good to be pickier in the beginning than it is to be. I think that'll help you when and I think the reason a lot of us aren't picking in the beginning is like we're kind of afraid that we're going to be turned down by the, someone we're excited about.
1: Right. Or you kind of like you have a sense of. Yeah, am I gonna or am I gonna lose out on this? Because you know, you hear about all these stories of like, I wasn't that into him, and then we went out, and then all of a sudden, like, I became super into him. Yeah,
2: and I think people are afraid (laughs) of missing
1: that that guy
0: too.
2: Uh, That story always annoys me. Like, oh, at first they were a garbage loser, and then I was like, (laughs) maybe this garbage could be my garbage. Yeah, Yeah. I, I (laughs) that story's never like been fun for me to hear. Um. Yeah, I I just think like if you're with these date with these date and to me, it's more an issue with the dating apps. Like, Mm -hmm. I think like the dating apps, like if this person was like, I'll go out with anyone who approaches me in public. I think that's different than I go out with pretty much anyone I match with on a dating app. Like I have a I have a loose right, you know, right swipe is different than I have a loose. Someone comes up to me in a bar and I was friendly and they were really kind of nice. And I thought, well, let's see. Because with the bar person, there's just more intrigue. There's more mystery. There's more like, hey, like you came and approached me. That was kind of hot. Right. And I don't know where this can go. The app lives in this world where it's a pre-discussed agreement that we are here to date. Yes. So to me, you're going on a lot of like first date, second date, third date, meh. <laughs> because you're just like, because that's where the the road that's the only place the road could have gone. That's why that's how the whole atmosphere was set up for you. So, but I
1: I guess my question is like, how do you determine then which of those people that you're matching with on the app that you should actually go out with?
2: Um, having conversations and I, you know, like, I mean, I'm speaking from a place of like I am this person a little bit. Like I, I I'm I'm on these right. Well, I'm on,
1: I remember you saying like. I might just be like a really good date. Like, do you know am I going you know what I mean? Is it going <laughs> yeah, is it going right. well because like I'm just a good date? And I think that I'm that's true. Here. It's funny because <laughs> we get both ends of the spectrum. We have people who are like, I can't, you know, I don't want to keep going on these dates and I keep getting rejected. And this person's kind of like the opposite problem, which is a nice mm. thing in some cases, a nice thing to have, where you're like, Yeah, I've got a bunch of dates, but they're all like fine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that can become depressing after a while. After a while, you go, "What the fuck? Like, is this just what it is?" And then, I've done the same thing as this person's doing. Well, maybe I'm just being too picky. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just on these dates, and I don't know. I, I, you want the taste, you know? Like, I, you do. I kind of like. I've had this thing where you want the date to like taste good, to feel good. That you want to be on.
1: excited going into it
2: be excited going in be excited coming out and listen that's not going to happen every time I, I understand that but on these dating apps where you have this like agreement that we're here to date maybe it's about being so like i like i respond i try my best to respond to the caption or the the prompts so to speak okay sometimes there's no prompt really to grab onto so i just say hey how how you doing or hey how was the weekend just to get the ball rolling, right? Whenever I'm in the, that hey, how you doing? How is the weekend? Zone, we're already at a negative because I'm always like, I, I don't know how There's I'm gonna no get no banter. Accept- yeah, no banter. Where am I gonna drum this thing up from? You know, like this this excitement. And I'm not even saying this. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm blaming the people. I'm I'm not blaming the people I'm writing to. I'm just saying, I don't well, know, like for each of us, there's nowhere to go. You know, like right. weekend was great or things are good. How are you? And it's like, I have no place to go. Like with the cat, I think with the, the prompts you get, at least you get the opportunity to go. What is the fa- the best soup in Manhattan? You know what I mean? Right. Like to, Well, maybe to see that's if they're a little weird.
1: I mean, this scene might seem limiting, but maybe that's sort of the, it's like if there's nothing on the prompts that you feel like you could in any way relate to or respond to, maybe that's your, your sort of, hint to that like it's not gonna be a match
2: no absolutely right and 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 so that's like but then you go like there's a piece of me that goes well they're hot you know (laughs) like i'm attracted so that's a part of it and then you know
1: but that's like baseline but there's so how many that's what i'm saying that the good thing about the apps is like how many hot women in manhattan are there
2: but uh, totally agree and that but this, (laughs) this is back to this person's point where they're like they're saying they're swiping right pretty easily on people it's like well, that's not really producing excitement. Like in the same way that I'm right. like they're hot, you know? <laughs> like right. I I I understand where it's like I do if I'm being totally honest with myself, if I if I like someone cuz they're hot and I have nothing to say about the profile, I have come to the realization that like there's probably not going to be anything here to get me to go, let's get let's let's get that drink. Right. And then even if I do get that drink, I go what am I, why am I even doing this? What, what what got me out of the house today? You know? Totally.
1: And I think, I mean, I think what this person should also ask themselves is like, regardless of whether or not, I wind up feeling the spark and being with the person. Do I have fun going on these dates? Yeah. Because like, if the answer is still yes, then like, meeting someone out is like kind of low lift for her or she's like i swipe right i like going out even if you know we go on three dates it's not the spark i'm not uh, she's not looking at that as like a devastating experience or even a draining experience if that's the case then i would say yeah like if that's a way that you get to know someone better that there's nothing wrong with this there's nothing abnormal about what she's saying like i go out a lot and then by the third date i realize it's not going anywhere like if it's still fun for you to go out then just accept that that is a part of dating and most people you meet are not going to be like Feeling that good spark, I would say don't force anything to go on longer than it does. Like especially if you have an option, if you have options, that's like the bet. That's the best thing. So I think if she can keep yeah. going on these dates and think, okay, am I is the idea of going out with them. Am I excited to see them? I think that's really the question above all else. That's important to ask yourself. Like, did I have a good time? Would it be a good time to see them again? Just thinking in yeah. terms of the next
2: date. It it's it's so interesting. Like like what you're saying right now is, is is the correct, is it one foot has to go in front of the other. Mm-hmm. And, and I think those people that go, well, at first I wasn't into it. And then like, you know, date three, they really came alive. I think they set us up for failure because what you're right. saying right now is like, I, is a very linear process. And this person is asking, a question about a linear process but then they're already on state step four before they're going you know i i go out with pretty much anyone and then day four i i, I think i should be serious and maybe i'm being too picky you know they go from i'm not picky to i'm too picky <laughs> right and it's like well maybe if you did step one a little bit better then step four wouldn't be as difficult a decision
1: right or like even if it is a difficult decision step four like, it's an it's nice to be able to have that difficult decision again. Especially, yeah. it really depends to me on this question. Is kind of like, what does it feel like for you to go on a date where the person doesn't wind up being your boyfriend? Mm. Can, did, can you go and feel like you still had a good time? Can you go and feel yeah. like you had a nice conversation and like you met someone and then like you went on, you went, out you had three different outings with someone and then that was kind of like where it went. Like not every date is destined the case, to be.
2: I agree with you. Not every day is destined yeah. to be something big. But, but if that's the case, if you're going on these dates and you walk away, you go, I could have had fun with anybody. Maybe you didn't get picky enough. Maybe you didn't get mm-hmm. you enough. Maybe you didn't get weird enough. Like I have that thought all the time where I'm like, did I even make the attempt to be as me as possible? Right. Or did this person offer me the arena to be me? Some people, you know, some people you're your most self around. You Aren't those usually that? the most fun? those are the most fun that's what you're kind of looking for you, you those people you're the most you around and sometimes you're with people and you go i didn't feel like i was me but i hang out with them all the time like some people don't offer you that arena some people don't give you the chance to be you around them i remember i did it, a woman and i i remember like i i was like we'd be having fun and then out of nowhere she'd like do like a random bit and like kind of do her own like performance <laughs> i don't know if she i'm was explaining her. that right what well i was like i was just like kind of sitting there like watching this random she act too that much came yourself. out of nowhere well it's like this is who you are but i was like i don't get to be me here i'm just sitting there being like this is but, crazy but that's you what know? i'm saying
1: <laughs> if you were the kind of person who was like into that kind of thing and like melt like went well with that kind of person, then yeah. maybe that would be like your opportunity to show that side of yourself that also was like
2: that totally it was it was a reason for it to end like' that's what I'm saying. It's, an,
1: it's a lack of connection, right so when someone's yeah. doing something and you're like that feels really weird, but they're like, I'm just being myself like if you yeah. were truly yourself and the other person was kind of like, well, that guy's weird, then like that's <laughs> not a lot la- well, I'm saying that's that's a good thing that's like fine like you're both you both were true to who you are and realized that it wasn't a match or wasn't a connection.
2: Totally. And I think that gets mixed in with being picky. Right. Like if you're you, like if you go like, that's why these dating apps, like they almost make us less of a personality. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I like to go out for a glass of wine and stay in the couch with sweats. Like we're kind of like, we, we paint inside of these lines. We see it when we give the dating app makeovers. Like, you know, so many people do the same things. We call it millennial mad libs. Like it's just like they're filling in the blanks and it's like, I think those date like this person who's writing in, like, and I feel them very much so because I I can go, I am guilty of doing that too, where it's like, hey, how are you? And it's like, what are we going to do with, hey, how is, hey, how are you? I could go on a date with someone I said, hey, how are you uh, with, but will that date make, you know, push, you know, push me to get to know someone?
1: Will it make you feel, and you feel like someone's understanding you. Yeah, like the
2: two, it's
1: the two parts of it. Like one, I felt like I really knew like a non superficial, I got to know a non superficial thing about who you actually are. Did I have fun? And did I feel like I was like trying to perform or not really being myself around you? Like, how did, how do I feel after leaving? Like, do I feel good or did I feel like a little weird myself? And I think those are just, those are questions you don't have to wait until the third day to ask yourself. You can ask yourself that after day one.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But I think she's still ahead of the curve because a lot of people I think we, you know, we read so many of these emails and I don't know if this is helpful, but you read so many of these emails that are like, I can't get to that even third date, or like I'm not oh, yeah. getting asked out enough on, on the apps. I don't feel like anyone's even talking to me or messaging me. So I do think that her attitude, although maybe like it can be disappointing when you when you get to that date level where you're like, This should feel better is still like Yeah. It's kind of a nice problem to have in some ways.
2: Totally. There's like two different types of people who listen to the podcast. It's like the person being told they're too picky. And then the, right. the other person on the other side of things where they're like, "I how could someone be too picky? I can't get back. You know, right. what about, you know, I can't even get off the apps. And it's like both are issues, you know, it's. Um, but I think both issues are. Are kind of solved with the same thing of like Being so much yourself that, like, these app matches matter more.
1: Right. And then when you do get, when you do go on the date, you'll at least kind of feel like, okay, you've already eliminated some of the houses on Zillow that were, like, (laughs) you know, didn't have the three things you really wanted or didn't make you feel at home. Totally. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com.
2: Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Send them in. We love an awkward sex story. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, j j loyal pod listener. Thanks for all the laughs and sage wisdom. Before I get to the awkward sex, I just want to say that while Jordana looked absolutely stunning, loved all your dresses and <laughs> And the wedding looked like an amazing time. My favorite part had to be the end of the night. Jared drunk tagging a Peloton instructor on IG while riding a bike. Oh, I,
1: I had heard about I think I was like, I definitely did not see it in real life, but I feel like I heard about it. And I heard that it was very funny.
2: I, I, Well, I was doing my bike stories from the wedding. And <laughs> I can't then- believe you
1: drunkenly biked.
2: Yeah, it feels like a mistake in retrospect. I uh, <laughs> I, mean, I was riding yeah. uh, we're here, we're alive, knock on yeah. wood. I um no, but I I Olivia Mado is my favorite Peloton instructor and you know, she's very nice and uh we've interacted on Instagram before, so at the end of the bike ride, I was like, "Olivia, I'm, I need to get in better shape." So I think I tagged <laughs> her in one of the like
1: That's funny.
2: Anyways, so I met this guy after moving back home from another city and taking a job at a local pub where he worked, and our hookups quickly became a regular thing. One night after sex, we realized the condom was missing. Uh Uh-oh. We frantically tore apart the bed looking for it to no avail and came to the conclusion that it had to still be inside of me.
1: (laughs) The condom is
2: within you. It's (laughs)
1: it's not anywhere else that's where it's got to be.
2: I was trying my best Not to freak out And meanwhile The guy kindly offered To go on a rescue mission Who says chivalry's dead He stuck his fingers up there And fished around While I laid there Like I was the world's Worst Like I was at the world's Worst kind of college's appointment No luck He assured me It would turn up He assured me It would turn up And we fell asleep That's a weird time To go to sleep No?
1: I guess He's kind of like You know I'm tired Really The search The the search party Is called off (laughs)
2: yeah it'll turn up don't worry kid like what how does he know
1: i mean what else you supposed to do
2: (laughs) right you know
1: after a certain point of it's it's interesting you get to that point when you're searching for something where you're Mm. like at one point do we call off the search and i just get a new thing or like move on
2: yeah (laughs) this guy basically the 10 minutes was this guy's
1: yeah well (laughs) it's gone yeah
2: well, that's it for that. Let's go have breakfast. The next morning, we looked around the room briefly, but still didn't find it. As, as I was driving home, I felt something weird going on down there, kind of like, kind of like I urgently needed to pee. I was driving by a Walmart, so I pulled in the lot and awkwardly waddled in to use the bathroom. I looked down, and there in the toilet was the condom. Da, da, da. I, I texted the guy immediately, though his enthusiasm about the news wasn't really on the same level as mine. LOL. Yeah, he's the fucking <laughs> he's dude. He's been wondering, he's the fucking... waiting. <laughs> the shame of essentially being out a used condom in a Walmart bathroom is a low point in my life, but I'm happy to say that we're still together, so at least we can have a good laugh about it in the end. Sincerely, post-Quietal Pit Stop. Okay, Jordana, I think is this, this is very here? nice.
1: I like yeah, that the guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been a thing, you know, mm. stuck. You're always. The thing <laughs> is, though, my mom's a gynecologist, so I do know that it always comes out. That's
2: always. There's always. no chance. So for the people at home, they they should feel comforted knowing that, yes. like, the condom always comes out.
1: What comes in always comes out, and there's various things. You know, you get we get stories about tampons, things, whatever. Like there, are, like your body doesn't want it there. It will figure out okay. a way to get it out of there. Although, it like it'll if you want, i exp-
2: from the abyss.
1: <laughs> if you want to expedite the process, you can always always go see a doctor about that as well. But I think it's nice that he. I would. I the, the part I thought was shocking was that he was like offering to go in, and was like fit, like essentially like. Fishing around her vagina for this condom, which is—I
2: would do that. I, 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 it is nice of them. I. I, I don't mean, think like, I would
1: want someone to do that. I would rather do yeah. it myself. I think
2: I'd put on one of those hard hats with the light in front. Surgical logos. gloves. <laughs> yeah, surgical gloves, and yeah, I, I no, you wouldn't want that.
1: I'd rather do it myself personally. Mm. That I think it would be it would be less it would feel less weird than to have.
2: Especially if we were
1: early on in dating, I feel like I'd want to maintain a little bit of a like. Uh,
2: Grab some just... bench, kid. This ain't the <laughs> job for you.
1: Exactly. I know what I'm doing up there.
2: <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's like a, you know, you're trying to get to know one another. You're but like, I would be uh, flattered
1: that someone would be down to do it for me.
2: Yeah, I think it's a gentlemanly thing for him to do. I I've never had a condom up my penis, but um. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've had this happen where it, you know, it kind of like gets stuck up in a woman and it's always. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, what else? How much stuff could fit in this? thing? Oh, that's like, where, you know, we, that's where we world. keep
1: all of our things. It's, we don't even <laughs> right? have purses anymore. Well, it's like like that curb <laughs> episode with <but> the baseball.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I do. you have a nickname for this?
1: I like Maddie's. I like the the Walmart waddle. I had Beverly Cleary in the case of the missing condom.
2: I, I like that um I had hide and go peak
1: oh i like that I like uh, hide and go peak.
2: yeah hide and go peak hide and go peak. um the i like the 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 case of the missing condom that's great,
1: I always think of those uh like childhood uh mystery books totally i know you didn't read as a child no i i've heard
2: of those i i used to fake book reports about them after did you buy the
1: spark notes packets
2: all the time i I was such a spark notes guy i was such a anything to do anything i could do to not read was like my my look at you
1: now you just go through multiple you outlines a week so much that's
2: right
1: (laughs) elementary school teachers would be so proud they would be Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul uup to get free shipping and 365 day returns up if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial in nature and innovated with science, Clarence has a long legacy of creating industry-first, UUP with promo code UUP. Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP.
2: You want to do another email?
1: Let's do it. All right. So, hey, J&J. Thanks for all the fun advice and the episodes you keep putting out. I listen to my morning walks and I literally laugh out loud at the commentary. Also, Jordana, congrats on your wedding. Still doesn't get old. It's very nice. There it is. There you go. Love it. Got it. My question is a bit different than the old, who should pay for the date? I'm wondering in a straight male slash straight female scenario does me paying for a date make the guy like me less i'm 31 and i've been dating regularly for a few years now lots of first dates not as many second or third dates lol i always offer to split the check and usually he says no but often he'll end up getting the dinner and i'll get the drinks or something like that i never want to come off as high maintenance or spoiled or something like someone who wouldn't won't pull her own weight which is why i offer However, after talking to some girlfriends recently, some of them don't even do the wallet fake out and it got me thinking. I don't really follow the rules or men love bitches stuff, but I started wondering if me paying for things and then I got to thinking. (laughs) I started wondering if me paying for things makes the guy not try as hard or or feel more like a friend vibe. Like, does it make me less of a chase and therefore less exciting to him? And if so, how do I change up the way I pay for things without looking like a brat? Excited to hear your thoughts on this one. P.S. Jared saw your show in Buffalo. I'm the girl who didn't say hi and then invited you to get wings. Felt weird writing in and not saying hi again. So hi. <laughs> hi.
2: Hi. Good to, <laughs> Good to see you. Um, <laughs> now, I I understand the scenario. should have gotten the wings. I, she would have paid. Right? <laughs> it Would have been great. So is. I here's what i'll say to them i think this is one of those like we're thinking too much into it like i mm-hmm. when i go on a date and i say i got it i think like I, are you sure and then it's over i think like that's when it becomes a thing
1: right if you're still if, continuing to offer after the person's like
2: um, let it go yeah,
1: let me can I, i'd i really like to get this one
2: yeah let, hey this was a lot of fun i got it are you sure no problem you're my guest i'm so happy we're here that and I, I understand some people will make it less. Some people are le, are better at it than others, you know. Like that, to me, that's the worst part of being in the female chair. In this scenario, is like you don't know how this guy does it. Like right. I know when I'm paying, I know I'm paying. I also know how I'm going to say it so that I make sure everyone feels comfortable. I can understand. Like, not everyone says it the same way. I would understand. Like, have you ever been on a date, Jordana? You ever been on a date where they were like, that they like buffed, like they like messed up this part of the date?
1: Yeah. Where they let you split it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That's the biggest mess up of them all. Yeah, yeah. Well, but like when a guy says he's paying, has he ever said it in a weird way? Like, what? How, what's the worst way a guy has said, I want to pay? That's my one. That's my question.
1: I think it's, I don't think it's ever that weird when they're insisting on paying. I think it's just weird when I think, it, I think it's weird. It only. it's only weird when they either want to pay for half or don't want to pay or like are happy or like let you pay. I don't think there's really many scenarios for men where like, if they're insisting on paying, it's bizarre. Maybe but that's because th- I've never like forcefully insisted, but maybe that would come up in that way. Do you know what I mean?
2: To, well, that's my point. Is like, if you're gonna offer, you're offering because you could pet Let's start a yes. That. And I had you know, always you,
1: uh, there's nothing wrong with offering. I think it's do you care wrong. if someone offers someone? Who, not
2: at all. That that's the thing. Like you know, you don't but care I do if they're offering at all. I would not in this scenario where she's like, I don't know. I don't want to come off as high maintenance. It's like you. I don't. If they didn't offer, I wouldn't care. If they offered once, I wouldn't care. If it becomes like a 10 minute debate of who pays for it, I'm like, then enough. And it's annoying. It. Yeah. No, then I it's can annoying. Agree with
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I I mean, I would always offer, but it's funny. I offer an, with the extreme judgment of someone who accepts. But like, mm-hmm. I would always <laughs> offer cuz I think it's rude not to offer. But yeah. yeah. But hey, then when the I, person's like I've got it, I'm like, are you sure? And then they're like, yeah, and then you drop it.
2: Drop it. it. Yeah. I think there's that, that's the thing. There's a cliff that we can run off of where we legit like we go to the land of like no you first no you first and now we're both holding the door open for us for the other person and no one walks through it's like right. and, and then how annoyed do you get when you're holding the door for someone and they go no you and then you and then you and then you go just fucking walk you know right. like there's like a and,
1: and i also, think the same
2: goes for peng
1: i agree i think also it's a the kind of thing where like um if someone's paying, they want to pay, right? So it's almost sometimes yes. I do feel like it's like you're taking that away from them and you're making it weird for them. Like if someone offers you a gift, accept the gift. That's the best, the nicest thing you can do is to accept the gift.
2: Yeah, um, you, you could be a not classy gift receiver. Yeah, that's what I'm. <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which
1: is which is I mean you it's which is the kind of thing where you think you're being nice, but you're actually just making you're taking something away from the from the person who wants to give you the gift of. Dinner.
2: You're totally right. Yeah. I don't know what the, you know, the, 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 the turn off would be in the scenario. So you're
1: saying, is she, is she turning people off?
2: Yeah. Well, maybe she's doing
1: think. the thing where she's very intensely like trying to pay. But I don't mm. think it, I don't think it would be a turn off if you took someone to dinner and then they grabbed drinks at the bar and brought them to you. You wouldn't be
2: like, no.
1: Yeah. I don't, and, and again, if it was a turn off to someone, if you did it in that way, I think that that would clearly not be a good match for you.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> not at all like that and back to our first email again it's like okay good good to know like right. this guy can't even handle like you getting a couple of drinks because you know we got you know you he paid for the meal like let right. he's got to let it happen as much as you got to let it happen
1: but if she's and if she's like mean, she's paying because she's like i really strongly believe that that i should pay for half for the full date then like that's who you are and maybe that would turn off some people you don't really like that dynamic but again if that's what you strongly believe is that you should do that then you'll find someone who's into that
2: that's definitely something that would get me like i would be like like it is interesting that like the ickiness of like this sound it sounds as icky for me to be like a man should pay as it does for a woman to kind of say it but it's like the truth you know what i mean like if i was on a date with someone they're like we are splitting i would First of all I would assume they didn't have a great time and they were like right. making sure we didn't have some sort of congr- contractual agreement that we both had fun <laughs> you know like
1: Yeah I mean that would be if I had a truly te- the only time I would actually insist on splitting which I have in the past is if I truly had a completely awful time mm. and I think that I would be like all right I really just like to like not have anything uneven between the two of us and leaving this scenario or like have the yeah. other person feel like put out by me because I'm truly not at all interested. I would, or if I was like, I, if it was like a friend who I went out with and then they were like, but you weren't really sure. And mm. then they wanted to pay. I would insist on paying to just maintain
2: the friendship, the boundary
1: is- of it being a friend.
2: You know, it's interesting. You say that it's like the other way around like I would pay for the whole thing even if it was a bad time.
1: Right, but you know yourself and like you're the kind of I feel like it, But maybe well, any you, bad situation, you didn't know it was I'm them like, having a bad time.
2: Totally. Like I I'm I'm throwing money at the situation to get away from it. Right. But it, it, like it, it's interesting like you know, I'm sure it's got to be so confusing from the female end of things where The guy says, let's split it. Then he keeps saying, let's hang out because from your side, let's split it means we had an okay time. It wasn't great. Let's just move on from this. Let's make sure there's no money on the table. And it's like from the other end, it's like, that guy could split it and still be like, oh, that was great. You know, yeah. I, it's I mean, really I would, assume, yeah,
1: I would assume if the person split it with me and like, was like down to split it with me, that they also had a terrible time. But I have heard of many from many anecdotally from many women that there are a lot of guys who are cool to split it and want to see you again.
2: So that's the thing. So like, I, I think like, if anything, this should be taken from this conversation. It's like, you really can't know the, you know, the, the paying, not paying thing isn't going to like give you a clue as to like how this guy feels about you. It's it's just not going to be.
1: But I think when I think we've discussed this before, like I think it's also okay to be like, I didn't like that. He let me split it. Totally. The other way around. Or like I, maybe for this girl, it's kind of like, Oh, I'm turned on that. He let me split it. He seems like super secure. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's all about finding someone who like, If if that's who she is, if she's being herself and she likes splitting the date or she doesn't, you know what I mean? And someone else doesn't mind that, then, like, maybe they're a great match.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before
0: anyone else.
1: You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy.
2: Okay, hey, J&J, huge fan of the podcast. I continue to share it with all my friends, whether they listen or not. I continue to recommend it. Love it. They'll get, we'll get them one day. Yes. <laughs> the, <laughs> I have a red flag deal breaker for you. Full disclaimer, it was a deal breaker for me, but I want both of your opinions as we live in a social media-driven world. So, I caught my long-distance boyfriend of two years masturbating to Instagram pictures of my best friend.
0: Ooh. Multiple,
2: ooh. Multiple explanation points. Now, I didn't actually catch him in the act, but I asked him to send me a few pictures we had taken together that weekend <laughs> and I ended up seeing the screenshot in his camera roll. Oh, he took a screenshot. Why would he do that? As so we he could have as, easy
1: access. I right. I
2: guess he didn't want to go searching. At first, he denied, denied, denied until I stormed out. He later admitted to doing it he continued to lie about only doing it once and it was a mistake yada yada and begged for me to give him only did it to once so he took him. a screenshot <laughs> <laughs> which i didn't because i was mortified so i want your guys advice especially from the male perspective is this something men do and my ex just got caught or is this as fucked up as me and my female friends say it is no <laughs> thank you for offering this safe space for me to answer for all men <laughs> uh so no matter what you say I'll not get back with him but I want to hear what you guys think thanks for continuing to make the dating world a better place sincerely are all men trash that's how she signed off
1: yeah okay so I actually thought this was a difficult one
2: I think it is too
1: (laughs) I think it's trickier than she's making and not quite as black and white as she's making it out to seem Yeah. like on the one hand having this knowledge would greatly disturb me of course, ha- if it, you know if this were happened to me, I think it would be weird all around for me being around my friend, being around my boyfriend. It's just a weird thing to do. No, yeah. On the other hand, he didn't volunteer this information. This was a pri- This is what's going on in his head, right? I don't know if you yeah. can like police thoughts. I don't. I don't know that we can we can punish people for thoughts that they have. But that being said, he did somehow allow for you to know this
2: yeah he didn't care enough to keep it in his head right which i can understand being a reason for dismissal yes the if i you know it's so funny she's like i want to hear the male perspective and then she's like is it as fucked up as we all think it is you fuck (laughs) up you know it's like okay well I, i i have to say like listen i'm not sitting here being like yeah, I'm masturbating all the people I follow but I'm going to tell you right now okay <laughs> there's a reason that beautiful women have huge followings beyond a, for no other reason just to have a following you right. know like and it's like you go look I mean this is an uncomfortable thing to well, say but like when you see someone with like 3,000 Instagram followers and you go well what do they do and it's like they do nothing there that's 2000 men who followed for the reason to look at them. And I'm sure of those 2000, they're all not just being, you know, just checking in on their person's cat. They are, you know, but I'm saying this is also the discomfort of like knowing everything someone does. Just like you said, you like this is right. You can't police thoughts here,
1: right? His real issue. And I'm sure, like, again, I'm sure all around the nation and worldwide, there are men, who are picturing their friend, their girlfriend's friends when they're jerking off. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between what goes on in their head and what they allow you to know. It's kind of like the difference between following and liking all of the Instagram yes. models pics, and casually perhaps perusing their page and then leaving it, but not making it like a thing.
2: I wasn't even getting into the friend part. Like I'm just saying generally, like, you know, men are on Instagram looking at pictures of women and it, You know, Instagram kind of overtook the place of what Maxim Magazine used to be. You Victoria's know, like, Secret catalog. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, and but it gets creepier and creepier the closer you get to knowing these people. So the fact that it's her best friend, yeah, I'd be icked out by that. I'd be like, dude, you have a fucking screenshot of my you best
1: screenshotted friend. Screenshotted it? Yeah. yeah
2: you're like you didn't have to do that. There's so much things you didn't have to do, and so you were so careless with it that you didn't seem to care if I caught you doing it. So yeah, of course, I can understand why she's upset. Why I was a deal breaker for her. I'm trying to think from my perspective. If I was dating a woman who, like, you know, admitted to masturbating to my friend. I'd be like, I, I, I think that would turn me off as right. well
1: but if it was in her head and you never knew and that was like a possibility like the idea the possibility of that being a thing that's happening in my head is not like so disturbing to me but the idea of it being right in front of me is what is disturbing or me knowing about it or being like very you know what i mean
2: yeah it's finding out how the hot dog is made nobody wants to know we just want a delicious hot dog you know like yeah
1: and the fact that it would be like in their phone is like eh. so i think it's okay that she broke up with him for it just me because too. he clearly wasn't that protective over the relationship if he wasn't really trying to cover his his tracks with that i mean that's what i'm saying like i think it's okay to have a little mystery in a relationship i don't fault the guy for doing it in his head cuz that's going on in his head i fault him with his execution
2: i agree with you and let me change the scenario for you jordana okay You go on your boyfriend's phone and you hit the search bar. And then the search bar, you know, when you hit the search bar, the last searches come up. Yeah. And you see your three best friends.
1: It's another, I mean, that's not as bad as the screenshot, but I think it, there's ways that you could wrap your head around something that make you know what i mean that don't make that don't make you look it directly in the eye
2: like yeah i guess that, if you <laughs> asked him about it he would go oh i just was checking i wanted i
1: was looking at that place that they were going on wanted to see what the tag was or something <laughs> right Do you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah. here's the thing i i think men obviously have like a lot of social media activity that they don't want fully seen and whether that'd be like my friend or any other random instagram model that they might be looking up um But I also have like weird shit that I look up on Instagram, too, that I don't really want to share with anyone, including my husband or anyone else. Like, I don't really particularly like I do some weird, creepy shit on Instagram. I look (laughs) up people that I like don't need to look up. And if I think of anyone says that they don't do that, they're lying.
2: I
0: think Girls
1: don't look. It's not sexual for me. It's more like stalky.
2: Well, we we all have our problems, you know, like we all have our like, you know, our, our things that we're not proud of, of like, yeah, I'm going to go check out this person's wedding because I hate them so much. You know, yeah, the, I mean, the person I look at totally. the most, you know, like... Or,
1: like, think about the shit that you Google that you're not like, oh, I really wouldn't like love anyone to know that I'm, like, Googling that. That's, like, a weird thing to Google. But, like... <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I think to say, for anyone to say, I've never done or looked at anything that I wouldn't want someone next to me seeing, I've had an impure thought. Like, fine. They're just thoughts. Like, I don't think and, we can police thoughts.
2: I agree with you. And I also think that, like this relationship you know she's writing it in as i saw the screenshot we're done i have to believe this wasn't the only thing that's ever happened in their relationship right like i i can't believe because because just like we're saying like you see the search bar you see your three friends if you're in a good relationship they you're you allow your partner to lie to you yes you know, like,
1: yeah. i allow him to just say i'm just taking a long shower you know like yeah i just need to relax like fine i will accept a certain amount of i don't need to know everything you're doing all the time in your head or or in person
2: i agree (laughs) let's do another
1: yeah hi j and j red flagger deal breaker shirtless mirror selfie as a as a text conversation opener. Backstory, I was chatting with this guy on Hinge for about a week. He seemed pretty normal and we eventually agreed to a coffee date on a Saturday, which was the only time that worked for me before I went home for the holidays. He asked for my number, so I gave it to him and the following morning around 7.30 a.m., he texted me a mirror selfie accompanied by, good morning, I hope your spells work on steel. We had talked a little bit about Harry Potter for context. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's a Harry Potter joke. You wouldn't get it. The weirdest part of this... For me, is the time. I get I get sending a shirtless pic at midnight on a Friday, but early Wednesday morning. Also, the night shift in Pakistan. Um, The whole thing was a major turnoff. I'm not necessarily opposed to something casual, but I feel like if that's what you want, don't go from coffee on a Sunday to aggressive shirtless mirror pics at 7.30 on a Wednesday morning. Also, there's such a thing as being too into your abs. Love the podcast. Keep doing the Lord's work. Sincerely, that escalated quickly.
2: So did this email. I- yeah. They, they got very upset. What's the Pakistan part?
1: Am I, I don't, missing something? I don't know. He said, I wouldn't. So he sends a shirtless picture. He says the thing about steel. She says, it's, sir, it's 7.37 a.m. And he says, I wouldn't even know I'm working on the night shift in Pakistan right now. Maybe he has a job where, like, he has to be working Pakistan times.
2: Oh, I, I, I'm i sorry. I didn't see the screenshot. We have a screenshot. He's got great abs. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, good morning. I hope your spells work on steel, sir. Yeah. The timing. Does the timing bother you? To me, first of all, when you wake up in the morning, you're skinnier than when you go to bed at night. So there's a reason (laughs) he's setting it in the morning is because this is the most ab, the most fruitful ab time of the day.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would be turned off by a shirtless mirror picture before I met anyone, no matter what time of day it was.
2: Yeah, I think the time of day you're getting into semantics. Like, I think you're getting into like, oh, who even does this? Well, he does. He says good morning. He sends an ab picture to try and entice you to like want to be sexually attracted to. him. Also, yeah. people send pictures to get pictures. In my opinion, like a guy like this is sending pictures like this now because he's like, oh, because if you go, there's one of two roads. You wrote, sir, at seven thirty-seven a.m and that's a bad road or it's (laughs) rejected oh yeah you've been rejected he took a shot or it's oh my god you look so hot this morning and now he knows you're in this is the kind right he's trying to unearth the conversation he wants it has nothing really to do with you
1: right well she's like okay like i thought your intentions were coffee so like i (laughs) assume that you were like not interested in just that but I think this is great. He's letting you know exactly yeah. what he's interested in. And if I were you, I'd cancel the date.
2: Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, it's, it's funny. Like is the red flag deal breaker. Like they send a shirtless selfie in the morning. I'd be like, like, I'm not going to end it with someone because I'd be like, wow. Okay. A little bit of
1: before our first kidding. date for me, I would be out. But like, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like this, to take it back to our first email. It's yeah. like, this is great. The person thought they could be there themselves around you. Yeah. They were sadly mistaken. <laughs> and you both have figured this out earlier.
2: I see you thought you could be yourself around me.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, yes. think about the first red flag or deal breaker with the, with the jerking off to the friend.
2: He yeah. can't
1: be himself. <laughs>
2: <around> no. <you. laughs> He's got to hide who he is. It's all like, yeah. his, his love for her best friend. Oh it is God. too close for comfort. I can understand why. Now, I'm thinking back like the best friend. Like, dude. No, just yeah. You... Go to the outer rings.
1: It would taint <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, you can't. Yeah.
2: All right. Let's go. Uh, last one. You ready? I'm ready. J&J, love the pod. Jordana, congratulations on your wedding. Got a question for you guys. My boyfriend of eight months has admitted that he doesn't care about New Year's Eve and doesn't ever make special plans for it. <laughs> Meanwhile... <laughs> <laughs> <Sounds>. <laughs> meanwhile, I think New Year's Eve is a romantic holiday where you're supposed to kiss at midnight and celebrate going into the new year together. I told him how much I want to spend it together. He will be in another state with family, and I even said I would travel there, but the suggestion was sort of brushed off. I don't think he places any significance on the day at all and doesn't understand why it's important to me, but I want to know what you think. Am I being irrational Is new year's Eve an overrated holiday for couples, red flag or deal breaker. What do we think?
1: I mean, I had you in my head the entire time when reading this, just like if he's not making plans on new year's, it's It's not, it's not going to be the real relationship. Right. That's
2: kind of where, that's kind of where I'm at with this. Like you're eight months in, like, listen. There's a part not liking New Year's can be a fun thing to tweet about, and but it, the minute it becomes your rela- your religion, right. like like dude, like what are you holding on to? Your girlfriend wants to go out for a nice night and have a good time, and she wants to come hang with you. What? Do you, so why don't you want to hang right. with her?
1: I agree. Even if it was like not your thing, which I think is like a convenient way to get out of hanging out with someone. The idea that even if if it's not your thing, that's fine. But if it's someone else's thing. Yeah. That's like how you show you care about them. If the, she's like, I love the idea of spending New Year's with my boyfriend, I'll come out to you and you're like, no, like to me, that's just a no. person who doesn't care about you that much.
2: Not my thing is a good excuse 10 years into marriage. Yes. Like, like I, I think not my thing is not a good excuse when you're getting to know one another and you're doing all the firsts. Like, listen, they could do New Year's together and two years from now they could be Engage and and he could say to her, "Listen, I, I we've done New Year's. I've done it for you because you love it. But I'm just like, it really just like is not the night for me. I I I, I feel like I'm always forcing it. I'd rather us do this instead. Now you're us, negotiating, right?
1: Also, us. You know? This guy's yeah. like, I'm going to spend it with my family. <laughs> yeah.
2: with my it's in like, another
1: state, and don't good fly luck out here. With,
2: yeah, good luck with your night. Um, not for me. Yeah, like I don't know. It's it, to me. It's like a doth protest too much. There's something else going on here.
1: Right. I agree. And I totally agree. That's a great point about like when you've earned the right to opt out of the thing that the other person cares about.
2: Yeah. And and (laughs) honestly, they end up doing it for you in the same way you were doing it for them. In the beginning, you're like, oh, this is your thing. I'd love to. Let's try it. We'll go for New Year's. And then they find out that's not your thing. And they go, you know what? It's not your thing. Let's do something different because you don't like to do it. Like, that's the that's a relationship.
1: Yeah. And eight months in, I think if you're not even trying, that's a bad sign.
2: Yeah. You won't try now. When will you try? If
1: not now, when?
2: (laughs) Well, we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. I'm so proud of us. Listen, people. Keep spreading the word. Keep sending in your emails, UUP at Betches.com. And uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year, Jared. It's
2: been Same a good one. to you. We did See it. See you next
1: year. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino.
0: Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. <laughs> Betches.